0: Speaking of uh, magic, it's a pretty sick hat there, Justin.
1: Thank you. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So I got this, uh, Megan's mom got me this magic hat, and it's got all the mana ma- symbols and stuff on it. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's pretty legit. Uh, and then to, uh, of course, go with it, the shirt I'm wearing says, I'd tap that. And it's got
0: the, uh... <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it's nice to see you accessorize front to back. You know? <laughs> exactly.
1: It's... Yeah, dude, he's fitted. Fitted out. Yeah, you, you got to be fresh. I got the red and green gauges in. Nothing. Oh nice! Oh yeah, look at that. Like super festive.
0: I mean, yeah, you know, the dentist will tell you to floss daily. <laughs> so. So. God know. damn, dude. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Lift off and the clock has started. <laughs> Welcome to That a Life. This is episode 172, recording December 26, 2021. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week we are discussing some uh, pre-Goatee stuff, some clearing of the books, if you will. Uh, we're going to talk some Hawkeye spoilers at the end. And to do this, I have with me, as always, Shannon Jingle all the way more.
2: <laughs> What's going on? How are you doing? How are you doing, man? Uh, good. I'm good i am loving life right now get to record with you guys on a sunday i uh, just got to open a whole bunch of presents um justin did a really good job for christmas got me a mm-hmm. nice beautiful set of uh magic cards from the uh the, the that werewolf series that i've been pawning over since it came out so um so yeah it was uh it was a good time Love. Did it
0: bring it. back uh did it bring back the rage game playing. You know what it did like uh,
2: more than anything. Like I think one of the tattoos that I would love to get would be just like Mm -hmm. a sick ass, like werewolf tattoo. And I, for the longest time I was looking through my rage cards to see if I could actually find, um, a, a card that was suitable for it, whether it be like one of the tribes, like logos or just a cool artwork. Um, and this definitely reminds me of that, but the artwork is a lot better. So,
0: and you settled on the knee capper. From Ray. That's the card you went for yeah, um, but yeah. That's a deep cut. Anyway, uh, people, laugh at that. Also, people out there laughed at that. Don't worry. Yeah, and one of them was Carlos. <laughs> and just play with it. Uh, <laughs> the, the other host on this podcast is Justin. Festive gauges more Carter. Sorry, Carter. <laughs> I'm, I was reading Chan's name and saying yours. Sorry, it's okay.
1: You know, I was like, let's
0: get it all out in 2021 before 2022. Yeah, yep, yep. Get all the mistakes on the table. Lord knows I've got a few. <laughs> but <laughs> How yeah, are no, you doing? I
1: got good. I'm doing good. I got my red and green Christmas gauges in. I got my Magic the Gathering hat and shirt mm-hmm. that uh Megan's family got me. Uh, Magic the Gathering is an always like easy go-to for Justin for Christmas, which I never mind. So no. I got a, I got some like a magic hat shirt. I got a couple different boxes of cards. I did get some good pulls. My friend Matt got me a, uh, um, a box of Crimson Vow, which is the vampire set that just came out yes. after uh, the werewolf one, Midnight Hunt. And it was honestly the best box I think I've opened in a long time. And it was just one of the little set, like out of those 10 boosters, I pulled the most expensive card, which is the Showcase Soren card. Which on TCG is currently worth sixty nine dollars. Nice, nice. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's like, dude, that and then the other rares I pulled, like I pulled like five mythics out of eight boosters, which is insane. And uh, all in all, like just on like the mythics and that Sorn, dude, I, it was like one hundred and twenty plus dollars in magic cards right there. I was like, <laughs> I was like, dude, I made bank on that
0: one. Nice, man. So. Nice. Well, thank you very much, also for the cards. Those uh, that was very nice. Yeah did, did the uh, did the kids like their gifts? They did. They did. The, uh, Jonathan loved his uh, T Rex head full of dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. He was he was all about that life. And uh, Evelyn Evelyn always celebrates th- everything Frozen, so you can't <laughs> go wrong with that. Um, but yeah, no kids were kids were happy, and uh, th- the funny thing was. So I had sent Justin a, a deck box for Christmas. This is very cool thing with that has like two space inside for two decks and a slot for Mm -hmm. dice. It's very nice. Uh, My wife going before I sent that kind of fell in love with that box. (laughs) And so I got her a teal version on the side for Christmas. So she got that for Christmas has been obsessed with it ever since. And is now like, well, I need to get like this other one. Cause I'm going to make more decks and you know, like she's looking for dice that like coordinate with the box now,
1: yeah. you know? And I'm like, <laughs> Oh God,
0: I've created a monster. And, uh, but, but, but at the same time, I'm sitting there going like, well, shit, Justin's got one. S- Steph's got one. I, I- I want one. Like like, like when I was in
1: California with the play mat and shit where you're like, I need a tube and a
0: play mat and all the sleeves. And so, and so I'm sitting there, I go on Amazon this morning to look for one for me. They don't make them anymore. They're like all sold out. And like, and I went on the company's website and they've got like other models, but they don't have that one. And I'm like, damn it. (laughs) I want that one. That one's sick as hell. So you and my wife, our set with the cool boxes i'm gonna to have to settle for some bullshit that's okay yeah. i will you
2: know what zach we'll go out on sunday because yeah. we have a we have a play date set up mm-hmm, and we'll mm-hmm. go out and we'll go find ourselves some cool boxes because i got a whole set of caldeem that i have to put into or a box of caldeem i have to put in with the ones that justin just got me plus the ones we bought from the last time justin was out here yep. i need to i need to organize
1: yeah, I will say Christmas morning, I was, uh while everyone's trying to eat their food, <laughs> I had my section of the table set up with my binder of cards, my boxes, <laughs> and I took your box and I, like, transferred my two commander decks into it. Nice. And yeah, what was cool was I pulled the little dice thing out, though, and instead I put, uh because my one commander deck's a zombie deck that makes a shit uh-huh. ton of tokens, so I have, like, a stack of zombie tokens, so I was able to cram that in the middle where the dice like would go so it like fits like all my little tokens and like sideboard and stuff for the two decks so it's pretty neat awesome
0: very cool so now you've got like a commander box
1: yeah so yeah no that's really cool and then megan's mom also got me a nice uh it's like almost looks like a little toolbox kind of thing but it's like wood and it's for dice and it's two levels like it has a top part and then you lift it up and then there's like little compartment sections for your dice so i like Dumped my entire bag of dice in there and sorted them by like D twenty and D ten and oh, whatever cool. and put Shannon's like nice little metal dice that he got me in there and stuff which were really cool and I did enjoy Megan loved her blanket her Lord of the Rings one she likes nice. her Allison one I did get both your guys's packages and loved everything in it despite the fact that Zach was shitting on it the entire <laughs> time until
0: it arrived so ah uh, that's just par for the course with me it's one of those things <laughs> like I can you could tell me. You could hand me a list and be like, I will flip out anything that's on this list. I would flip out if you got me as a present. I would get you everything on the list, send it to you, and the whole time be going like, God, that sucks. Such a <laughs> shitty list. I don't know. I mean, man, I shouldn't have got. I shouldn't have bought that. I should have bought all these other things. And yeah, then, yeah.
1: When I saw that Snoopy pot fig, I was like, God, I hope Steph doesn't have this. But I was like, even if she does, I was like, she can like take it to work or something and oh, no. have just yeah. like two.
0: That that was the big winner of the day. I think <laughs> I think that one she uh, she was fawning over. So yeah, the snoop the Snoopy fun Pop, that was that was the winner. Um, well, yes, but I guess that's enough Christmas pleasantries. We should sally forth a little bit. And either one of you guys catch the Matrix? I did. I yes. had, I had zero time, so I did not watch it. But well, uh... you're gonna save yourself some time. <laughs> mm. What? Oh, okay, mm. yeah. we'll we'll have to mm. we'll have to
1: talk about it.
0: I. Contentious. Hmm. <laughs> at Ch- I, at the look on Shannon's face—I can't tell if he's just taking the piss from from Justin right now, or if he's like meaning what he saying. I mean,
1: like, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you it was great. Like, I think it had its moments, but there was definitely things like I would have changed, and there's things that they did that I don't really know why they did it that way. But I'm definitely glad I I just paid a monthly fee
2: for hbo instead of actually paying money to see this <laughs> yeah fair enough
0: i i do like justin was like no it was good except for all the things where i can't decide why they did it the way they did it and all the things i would change other than that it was fantastic you know what was cool about that
2: that movie is that it was filmed <laughs> in in downtown san francisco Uh-huh. and there are a lot of places in the city that to moviegoers who or people who don't know san francisco would be pretty arbitrary like a lot of the down like on the level like fight scenes like i could tell you where that is because it's like right downtown where i'm working like right by my job site so that's kind of cool because i was like oh yeah i wondered why light street looked like it was torn to shit in the morning and then it was like oh yeah they shot that movie there and a whole bunch of crap blew up like right in that area Mm. and these people probably were cleaning up at like five o'clock in the morning and they were like yeah we got to be done by six like just kind of sweep it all over into the side of the road. Somebody else will get it. And
0: um, yeah, this this road has to open. Yeah. in an hour. So, but yeah. it is very it is
2: very pretty uh, for San Francisco. Um, I will give it that. It looks it looks pretty good. Some of the choices that they made, we can get into it later. But yeah, I, I was not I was not impressed.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So what uh, it what was your big? christmas movie did you have a christmas movie a christmas eve movie like what's die hard baby yeah
2: i know it's content i know it, i die know hard. it's a point of contention i know you know we have that argument every year of whether die hard is a christmas i movie. I, I,
0: I don't have that argument i just mute die hard on twitter <laughs> and move on with my life yeah but, but i
2: mean that's that's the one that we watched that's the one we went with justin nice, did you nice. have a movie
1: uh, it wasn't a Christmas movie, but we ended up watching uh, Jurassic Park.
0: <laughs> oh, the, well. The, the first one. Trying to get in good with my kid, I see. So, yes. Yeah, dude, uh, I'm interested well, in how I'll... that
2: came about. Like, were you just like, let's watch a Christmas movie, Megan? And Megan was like, sure. What do you feel like? I don't know. Um, kind of in the mood for dinosaurs. Uh... <laughs> yeah.
1: I'll... Well, because I, uh, I don't know if either of you, because Megan also really likes dinosaurs and Jurassic Park and stuff. Megan's mom for Christmas actually got her a uh dining set that is Jurassic Park, like legitimate plates with the Jurassic Park logo on it and stuff. It's like a 16-piece dinnerware set of Jurassic Park.
0: We're like having guests over. Oh, let me bring out the fine china. No, that's yes. what I
1: told Megan cuz we have like some like we so we literally have some crate and barrel uh plates. Uh-huh. That we got one time, Megan got like a $200 gift card and we got like four plates and some forks. And I was like, <laughs> and those are like the nicest things that we have. And about I, was right. like, I was like, oh, dude, let's get out the good plates. And then I'm like, but now Megan's going to be like, no, no, the good plates. And then it's like, okay. Yeah. And then it's a Jurassic Park. <laughs>
0: <plate>. <laughs> it's one of those things when you open, you, you rig it so wherever. Cabinet, you put them in. You open the cabinet. It's just like yeah. I like, every dun, time
1: we dun, eat, you have to play
2: the soundtrack. It's like dun, 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 dun. yeah. But <laughs> instead of doing the actual one, you got to do like the sad harmonica one. <laughs> yeah.
0: the, the like hobo junction version. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we watched we watched Polar Express, which oh. my children love. God, I I can't stand that movie. Like man, it's bad. It's just so bad, and like things nothing makes sense in that movie i mean
2: yeah it's kind of weird because the train conductor just does not give a shit if the kids go missing or
0: they just are stray like on top of the train the whole time <laughs> like what is it? and at one point there's like this huge set piece where hobo tom hanks hey hobos are getting a lot of run this episode uh <laughs> hobo tom hanks is like trying to get him to the front of the car or the front of the train, so because they're going to go through a narrow tunnel. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of that, they fall to the back of the train. His legs are swinging over the balcony of the caboose. And I'm like, just fall down, kid. <laughs> like, the whole point is so you don't get crushed by this tunnel, right? Like, land on the balcony. Like, you're fine. Go back inside. Like, what the hell's wrong with you, you know? But <laughs> then, of course, the story couldn't progress. But, uh, yeah, no, I... The whole part where the the poor kid gets on the train and it just they sequester him to the back of the train for no reason for the entire movie. Like (laughs) and then they go to visit him. He's out back singing about how Christmas is bullshit and like he hates it and like it sucks because like Santa never visits him. And immediately the girl is just like, no, 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 you're wrong. But in song, you know, like Christmas is amazing. You fucking poor loser. You (laughs) know, and it's just like, what are you like? like, She like
1: pulls out her iPad. She's like, let me show you why you're wrong. Dipshit.
0: Yeah, totally. (laughs) And then, you know, I love I also love how the. uh The young lady of color in the movie is like, oh, you're the leader. You can lead blah, 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 blah. Meanwhile, the whole movie is set up for the upper middle class white male kid to succeed. And I'm like, yeah, okay. thank you for showing your true colors. You know, like, all right, here we go. Um, But yes, it's it's a it's a movie with a lot of problems. Shannon is apparently in an easy-bake oven. I don't know what's happening right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just he's messing Shannon's around like, with some lights, bud.
1: <laughs> he's like in that club at the beginning of Blade. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: I don't know what's going on. I'm just messing around Shannon, with are, right? Shannon,
0: are you okay? Blink <laughs> twice if you need help. Like, <laughs> I um... might be having
2: a seizure with these lights. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <sighs> All right. All right. I, I, I get it. You don't want me to bitch about Polar Express anymore. That's
2: no, I, no. It. Trust me, I get it. I just well, let's, don't know what happened to my lights.
0: It's it's a uh, you know it's the day after Christmas. There's not a lot happened last week, but what's happening next week is our game of the year episode. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And so we're gonna do something a little new for this podcast. Um, it's it's something I've kind of pulled from some other shows that I I think is a good idea. Instead of what we were doing prior, which is all of us just kind of like bring what our list is and we put it on an Excel spreadsheet and tally up points basically based on positioning for everything. I think we should just get a master list of every game that's on there and try to order it with between us, like all of us just try to come up with an order. And you can argue for the games you like. You can rally against the games you don't like. But we will try to make a top 10, 1 through ten, based on everyone's list. Shannon, you look like you might have thoughts.
2: There's going to be words. Feelings are going to be hurt. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, we're going to go. We're going to. We're going to go into the new year scorned and hurt. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it sounds good. Sounds good to me. Let's do
0: this. I mean, when we start with like sixteen or seventeen games, and Shannon's trying to kick Loop Hero off before the <laughs> top ten, that's going to be.
2: I, don't, I have no problem with Loop Hero being in the top ten. It's just not going to be high in the top ten.
1: I, these are these are arguments that what?
0: Are to be had.
1: God, dude, I don't know what multiverse Shannon's living in right now <laughs> to say that Loop Hero isn't going to be top ten on his.
0: Well, I mean, we are adding Robbie. We are adding Jordan. So these are, you know, wild cards into the equation. Yeah. Yeah. You two might be in the minority. We might. And this this is why I'm excited to do it because I kind of can't wait. So I'm collecting everyone's lists. Are
1: you checking that twice? Dude. Yeah.
0: I uh, will.
1: I like how Shannon's like talking shit about Loop Hero. But you know damn well fucking Mario Golf is going to be on Robbie's top ten somewhere.
0: Yeah, hundred percent.
2: Right? Yeah, and that's 100%. fine because we can talk shit about that all day too. Uh... <laughs> all
0: <that> too. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited. Uh, well, but also it's a way for people to try to defend games like not everyone has played because like I know Robbie's played and really liked Deathloop. Uh, I haven't gotten to that game yet. I don't think either one of you have is either but if something nope. where he feels incredibly passionate about it then I could be persuaded to move it you know onto the list over something I I don't necessarily feel so passionate about so Yeah
2: none of us have played Elit except for
1: Justin over there so I mean And I will fight for it to be
0: <laughs> in a decent
1: spot it doesn't have to be like top butter it, but it, it's going it Mario Golf isn't going before it, let me the tell fact you that, that it gets,
2: The fact that it just gets put on a list, regardless of whether it's top 10 or not, should
1: be happy enough for you. <laughs> yeah, the fact that it's like, even like, you guys even
0: know what it, it is, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or is happy for. I mean, to be fair, I, I almost bought it like three different times just because you think so amazingly of it. But... I don't even know what the hell it is. It's a little uh, little like Mega Man looking game.
1: Yeah, it's like a puzzle platformer where you're this little robot and you can detach your head and everything, what you're touching, you're generating electricity from and so you kind of have to puzzle your way around and solve certain things, but it does a lot of really clever things with the mechanic. Shannon's like looking it up right now.
0: Hey, Justin, I have a question for you. For for a game like um is that like if you buy it on like itch versus steam, does a developer get more money? Yes, So, uh, it's itch is, itch is better for like this style of game to buy.
1: Yeah, so, um, so with steam, the this revenue split, I believe, mm-hmm. is 70 uh, okay. 30. Um, so it's 70 developers, steam takes a 30% cut, which I think is pretty much like what it is, like for switch and like any of those things, too. It's basically the same thing 70 sure. 30 um with itch you it depends you can set it up actually so that you get a 100 percent um or you can actually designate too you can put that like itch gets like 10 percent or something but you get to designate that they don't control that you control that which is really nice
0: why would they allow you to post up your game on their on their service with not making any money that seems weird Right.
1: But it's like one of the things, it's almost like the honor, I guess it's like the kind of like Portland, like, you know, honor system sort of thing. Like you can do it, but you know, for like a really small person, if you like, you know, you're really like hurting or like, you know, your game, it's like, you know, a dollar game or something, you know, like losing like 10% of a dollar. Like you're already not really making a lot unless you know you sell like a shit ton of copies of it. So
0: yeah, I was gonna say, and you're probably on something like itch, you're probably selling you know tens of units, at yeah, max. So yeah,
1: but what's nice though, and what a lot of um, people even do for like itchio, a lot of times for certain indie developers, they will mm-hmm. have it so that if you buy it through itch, um, you'll actually get a Steam code as well because you can just generate Steam codes. So that's kind of a funny workaround because then they huh, get a hundred percent. They get a hundred percent of the profit of the game, but then you also still get your Steam code. <laughs> well,
0: that's cool. That's yeah. cool. So, yeah,
1: because they can just generate it on Steam.
0: All right. Well, I feel like we're all better educated now. Um, support your small small developers on itch. Apparently, if they offer it. Um, okay, but uh, what I thought we should do, considering the battle that is staring us in the face next week let's let's reflect on some of the stuff that we loved from games this week these might not necessarily be moments from your games of the year i'm looking at my list lord knows they're not but um i thought it would be fun to kind of have a little reflection on like our favorite gaming moments of the year now these don't necessarily need to be uh story beats or, or cinematics or anything like that. It could just be like something that happened to you while you were playing that you thought was rad, uh, you know, an, an unexpected turn, something, something fun. But I thought it would be cool for us to kind of toss around our top five gaming moments of the year and uh, see what we could come up with, see what we could shake loose from, because, uh, because this was a weird long year and we all played a lot. Of random ass stuff, so uh, yeah, Justin, why don't you go ahead and kick us off? What, what was your, what's one of your gaming moments? We're not putting these in order, but just what's yeah. one of your gaming moments of the year?
1: Yeah, well, one of my favorite ones that was on my list and that I got to experience was when all of us were playing Back for Blood together, and yeah. Shannon was like, "Hey, everyone, this sign says do not kick in the doors. It's like, it's gonna set this alarm off. Like, don't do it." And then three seconds after saying that proceeds to kick in a door and set the alarm <laughs> off and piss everything off within in like my a defense, two mile radius. I
2: shot something uh, and it, the shotgun that I was using blew open the door and killed what I was shooting.
1: But it's like the irony of Shannon pointing the finger at everyone else. Like they were going to fuck it up. And then Shannon himself going behind us and messing it up himself is what made it so funny. Cause it literally happened. Right after he just got done giving a huge speech about not doing it,
0: yeah, hundred percent. It was the timing which made it such an amazing moment. It was just like, you know, it was like dad reading you the riot act about, you know, not don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what just happened, Shannon? Goddamn it! Like, yeah, it was amazing, amazing. Good times. It was we got, fantastic. We, we made times. through. We made it through.
2: Mm-hmm. so no biggie no harm we did him. yeah we
1: did yeah i wouldn't mind playing black for blood again like it's not something that it's like i'm gonna would go and put on my game of the year even play by myself but as a multiplayer experience with you guys i had a lot of fun playing it,
0: it no, was i the fun I absolutely a random
1: good. fourth person every time and then finding that one person that was actually doing good and trying to get them back in our party each time <laughs> yeah
0: yeah No, I I would 100% play that game again. That was one of the most fun multiplayer experiences I've had this year. Mm -hmm. And also, like, it just worked. It was one of the few multiplayer games we've all played together this year where it was like, oh, yeah, we're all synced up. We're all going. Let's just go. And it works. That is true.
1: (laughs) I wish I could say that for everything we played this year. But (laughs) with everything else, there was either party issues of communicating lobby with each systems, other yeah. lobby systems, people dropping, uh, not racing when you're in the menu screen,
0: cars racing, but not Justin, you know? <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah it, I would also say it was, it was a really good year for um, game pass in general. Oh, right. hundred percent. Cause I mean, oh, yeah. none of us would have touched any of those games or had the chance to play, you know, with each other. If, it wasn't all on game pass you know cuz there was no way i'm going to pay for back for blood you know it being an unknown and then just going out and blowing 60 bucks on it you know i'm going to take that subscription you guys are like hey you want to play this game yeah i'm going to dive in even if it sucks it's going to be fun because i'm playing with my boys so well
0: and the the other side of that is you're absolutely right you're not going to cough up you know, 60 or $70 for an unknown. Like, I don't necessarily know if I even would have gotten Forza necessarily this year because, like, I still like 4. 4 is great. I still have fun with it. It looks good on the Xbox Series X, you know? Like, it's, it's one of those type of things. But when it's just there, sweet. Like, let's download it and let's play. And it's a great... And also, like, we discovered so many games this year. Mm-hmm. That, that stupid deer simulator game I was talking about last week <laughs> was on there, and my kid loved it. Loves it. Like he's telling all his friends about it. It's just one of those. Like I never would have bought that shit at like twenty bucks. It's like no, get out of here. Like and, you know,
1: second Second Extinction will forever live rent free in the back of my head.
0: <laughs> well, that that was one of my favorite gaming moments of the year. Was the night of Second Extinction where, and and it's funny looking back on it now. I was. J- actually excited to play that game like it looked fun it was like oh it's 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 left for dead with dinosaurs sweet let's do this and holy crap it it, it would it went from frustrating to like hilarious in a really short amount of time like that we we played for what an hour hour and a half maybe total on that game
2: yeah no i think we were like we we were in at like two hours i think Well, well, because
1: Shannon and I played together beforehand and then you joined later. So we were already prepped for the bullshit that was about to commence. And then you were completely (laughs) oblivious to the clusterfuck that was Second Extinction.
0: And it's one of those things where, you know, that first 20 minutes were so aggravating and crazy that it just slipped into, like, ridiculousness. (laughs) And let's just see how far we can push this thing because it's broken as hell and uh and that's just turned into a real fun night like i don't know that was great. yeah, yeah trying
1: to get to the plane when it's like running at like 10 frames a second yeah because there's yeah. 50 fucking rafters <laughs> on the screen at once yeah i'll
2: tell you there was i mean there were two memorable moments for me during that whole ex- exchange and it was like the first time like justin and i had actually played a game together like in multiplayer like setting and that was a first per- that was a first person shooter mm. so like we were getting wrecked. I mean, we were dying like left and right. And I was like, seriously, I'm not this bad. Like, I'm I'm a lot better of a player. Don't listen to Robbie. Um, but um, you know, I was. Uh, We were just getting wrecked, and you know we were so frustrated because we weren't figuring out what was going on. And I was like, "Is our friendship gonna really die over like?" (laughs) Because like we were losing our shit. I was like, "No, we need to go over here." He's like, "No, he's like, fuck that. You don't need to kill every dinosaur." I was like, "We need to kill every goddamn dinosaur."
1: And I'm like, "Shannon, they keep coming. I'm like, just get to the fucking objective."
0: Well, and. That the other part was when we were we were all playing, and that one mission that seemed very attainable until we hit the bug where it just kept spawning in like massive dinosaurs over and over without ending. And now all of a sudden, you're like, "There's yeah, it's running like five frames a second because there's like ninety massive (laughs) dinosaurs on screen all at the same time." Dude, And that wasn't
1: even the worst part. The worst part was we couldn't figure out the fucking cave thing to just do the objective. (laughs) Like I'm trying to slug through these dinosaurs and it's like, cool. Well, if I just do the objective, this will all go away. But none of us could figure out how to actually get past
0: that part. Because there were 90 fucking dinosaurs <laughs> trying to kill you at all times. Like, the
2: other part of that that was hella funny, too, is uh, because of Zach's son knowing all there is to know about dinosaurs, like the, the, the historical inaccuracy of like, which dinosaurs were paired up in, in the waves. Like, he was throwing mm-hmm. so much shade at this game. He was like, this dinosaur would never be paired up with this dinosaur. They'd be fucking yeah. killing each other left and right. Like, we would, there would be nothing for us to shoot. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, weren't you like, why aren't you in bed? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because it was like 9 30 at night. It's like, bro, <laughs> go to sleep. What are you doing? Um But yeah, I thought I thought that was great. Uh I know when whenever we were originally tossing this around, Justin was like, I can make a list of just parts from inscription that were moments of the year for him. But the one for me that really stood out that made me go like oh shit, I'm playing something like different, was that first part in the the first, uh, what do you call it? Not episode, but first act of the game. Yeah. L- Leshy's cabin. First phase. <laughs> uh, also the best part of the game. But um, when you get up from the table and look around the cabin, that was the moment for me where it was like, uh oh, oh, it's Oh my God, there's so much here. Like it was, it's like that veil got lifted. I was like, oh, yeah. cause I was, I was enjoying the creepy spooky card game. Like that, that part was fun and I was having a good time with it. But as soon as I was able to get up from the table and look around and realize there was so much more to that game than I thought there was. Um, it was a good sneak preview of guys. There's a lot to that game that you don't think there is. And And it was just, it was, it was one of those glass shattering moments for me that I haven't had in a video game in, in a really long time. And it was so cool. And the good thing is too, is you can get that taste
2: from the demo. Like you don't have to get the game to kind of understand like how different this game is. You can just get the demo and do that first level and be blown away. I
0: mean, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. I that was the in the demo. Mm-hmm. like that's when that happened for me. and that's that's what sealed me buying the game. was as soon as that happened, I'm like, oh, purchase, we're purchasing. like this is <laughs> this is money being spent. I gotta see what else is in here. So yeah, that yeah. would be my inscription moment.
1: Yeah, inscription also made it on my list. Uh, it was hard to choose just one moment, but I picked basically when you're leaving the first, leaving the first phase, leaving the cabin. And I put that one because Zach messaged me because he didn't know what to do. You're like, how do I leave? You're like, what do I do? And I was like, oh, like you have to be very, I'm
2: going to tell you right now, be very generic with your response because I'm still playing this game. I'm still playing Inscription. I just bought it last week. Don't you dare ruin this for me. No, I'm (laughs) not
1: going to ruin it. But I was just like, dude, you have to like close the game. (laughs) There's no, you can't just like do it. You have to literally close the game and like restart it. And he's like, oh. And I was like, yeah, it took me a minute to figure out, too, because it's not very apparent. But also, uh, a close one, which I think you also get in the demo, is, you know, when you die, like, getting your picture taken Mm -hmm. and then becoming a card that you can literally use later Mm -hmm. was great. Like, that was very unique. And I was like, dude, that's so cool. Like, that's such an interesting, mechanic. you can basically build a deck with, like, your dead former selves in it.
2: (laughs) How many times did you die, like, in that first time? How many cards did Um, you make?
1: I only I only created two. Like I only died twice in order to do that, so Yeah, like the first time
2: you put in like your actual name and you're just like, Oh, that's cool, I get to play by myself. Like the second time you're like Fart knocker supreme or something like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. But then it's like funny when you're uh when like Leshy or whatever would have those cards and it's like they're on the field, they're like, Oh, he's like using me against myself.
0: <laughs> I think I I think I died like five or six times. But by the by the time I had five or six deaths, like the cards I were making were fucking bangers. Like <laughs> it was just what I was like, holy crap. Like I had one that was zero cost but with like the manus king abilities. Oh so hi, I could attack all three lanes. So it's like if I if I got that card in my hand to start around, I won. Essentially. Like I put it down. It's like I win. Okay, great. Moving on. <laughs> so
2: well. I will tell you, um, since I haven't been playing, I haven't gotten deep into inscription. Um, one of my more memorable moments this year was uh, a game called Doki Doki Literature Club. Uh, got really Oh uh, yes, I think I've heard of that one. Yeah, and uh, you know, somebody—I think somebody referred me, uh, told me that, that I needed to play mm-hmm. it. So um, I, I played a lot of that. People did. And uh, bro, like you guys were not wrong. That game. is is crazy on so many different levels and like i just found myself repetitively saying what the fuck like every single time um so yeah i mean great great game i highly recommend um everybody plays it uh does have some sensitive material and i it does suck that um you know, because of the ESRB ratings, that some of it, uh, some of the magic of the game has to be spoiled. But I also think uh, I, I can understand why it was done. Um, so, yeah, yeah it's a uh, that great, great mem- moment.
1: Yeah, that is kind of what's nice about the original version that was free on Steam because it didn't have to go through the ESRB. You didn't have mm-hmm. to put anything. So when it was like brand new, it just kind of went under the radar, and then people. Started
0: to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, that uh that game still to this day, man, it just whew, there There's some moments. There are some moments in Doki Doki. Like, holy crap. Um but uh uh so one of the moments for me from this year that this is gonna sound really dumb, but uh it was one of my best moments. <laughs> So in Subnautica Below Zero <laughs> you hit you kind of you can you play for a while and and it's different from the first Subnautica in that like the story is actually the thing that will pull you through the game. The first Subnautica is very much just like a big sandbox. And like there's a story involving aliens and some other shit, but like you don't really care. Like you're just playing to play it. And you can kind of when you hit walls, it's like, "Oh, well, I'll just go explore this other thing then." It's fine. In Subnautica Below zero, you're very much getting pulled along by the story, and you hit a part where going as deep as you can go stops you. Basically, like you need to figure out how to build the stuff to go deeper. um, Be it you know other other vehicles, the prawn suit, um, which is kind of like the the thing from aliens that Sigourney Weaver uses to fight the queen alien (laughs) kind of thing, but an underwater version. Um, And, and one of the things you need is diamonds to like create the suit. You've found at this point, maybe one, maybe two fucking diamonds in the whole goddamn game. Like there's no diamonds. And it's like, sit there, you're banging your head against the wall. I probably looked for diamonds in this game for like two to three hours. Just going crazy. And then one time, by complete accident, I fell into one of the huge thermal vents that they have. Uh, there's like these underwater thermal vents, like vo- underwater volcano things. And uh, I'm going because there's a underwater mine near them that you can go explore to get some resources. But they don't have everything you need But you because you've got to go too deep. And so you can only get in there for a very short time before you get crushed or ran out of air, so on and so forth. Go Falling into the thermal vent, though, I realized I wasn't dying. Like, I was like, oh, I'm just, okay, going to respond in a second. No, nope, no, nope, I'm still alive. And then I realized you can go explore the inside of the thermal vent. And there's just, like, veins of diamonds inside the thermal vent. And it was just one of those, like, the seas parted the fucking rays of heaven shine down while I was, like, it was like you know chorus of angels. Oh, like as I'm staring, it's just this wall of diamonds. And it was it was like one of the just the most fantastic moments. And that single moment just unlocked the entire second part of the game. Because as soon as you can build that stuff, the story really picks up and goes, and it's this weird thing where I don't know if they did that on purpose or if I there were clues that told me where the diamonds were that I just completely missed. I don't know, but it was a game, game like Subnautica that does incredibly well. They make explore exploration feel incredibly rewarding. And so when you do these things and are able to immediately start building all this crazy cool shit, you've been dreaming about building for the last like couple hours and use, and it's all effective and awesome. It was just such a fantastic thing and it really made a good game feel great if that makes any sense but yeah that that would be absolutely one of mine finding the the diamond veins and in the thermal vents in below zero fantastic also I'm assuming they thought they would get sued by Midway if they just called it Mm Sub-Zero because it's Subnautica and and every time I talk about that game I always want to say Subnautica Sub-Zero not below zero, and it bothers me every time. Sorry, just had to get that <laughs> off my chest.
2: It's cool, like I said. I, I keep thinking sub zero is going to pop up every time you say it, like in the yeah, game, right? <laughs> Try to murder you.
0: I mean, it would fit. There's like ice veins in there that if you run into them, you die. So, you know, that fits hmm. cool.
2: <sighs> um, I would say another memorable moment for me, uh, was in this Forza game, the new one, Forza Horizon 5, and mm-hmm. it was right at the start. Like the fact that jumping out of the plane in your car, like doing the fast stuff or like, you're just like, okay, here's your Jeep. Like just barrel down this hill. Here's like a a Mercedes AMG, you know, whatever, like rocket that down your street. That was fun. Especially with the music choices that they chose. It was pretty fun. It was a good way to get you hyped to play the rest of the game.
0: That is true. It had a very, very good hype meter when you were, when you're jumping out or driving off the back of planes and stuff like that was pretty rad, hundred percent. Legit, it was fun.
1: Yeah, one of mine was uh the speaking of opening parts of games, the opening of Resident Evil Village. When you're yeah. in the house, when you're just in the house, I mean, it's not really a spoiler because it's literally like the first five minutes of the game. But when you're in the house and then it like the wall explodes. and your wife is like dead and you're like oh shit like what the fuck is going on right now and they like swarm your house and take your kid
0: well also just ethan getting his hand mangled yet again yet again like (laughs) and it's hilarious like all of a sudden dude's missing like three digits and it's just like hand hanging on by a thread and it's funny Like when that happened, (laughs) I laughed, you know, like it was just like, of course he lost his hand again. You know, Um, my uh, my Resident Evil Village moment, though, uh, did either one of you get to to the big machine strum Heisenberg? I don't even know why
2: you're asking me, dude. Like I
0: stayed. Oh, well, I know Shannon did. (laughs) Was
1: was that the the thing in the middle of like the plaza?
0: No, that's that's the the one where you. Where where he drops you down into, like, he's trying to make a deal with you, right? And you mm-hmm. say no. And then yeah. he drops you, like, into the basement thing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did that, that part, part. A big propeller arm, dude. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that part <laughs> was, I, like, I mean, looking back, I probably should have seen it coming because every time he's talking, you're hearing, like, some random-ass diesel engine in the background, yeah. you know, or something. But all of a sudden, you come face-to-face with this, like, monstrosity, you know, mech Half mech, half machine dude, who's just trying to murder you with a metal propeller hand thing, and uh, and it was very nemesis ish, where it would burst through walls and and that's actually how you end up beating it is you got to like have it rip down a lot of the walls to give you space to fire on it and stuff like that. But it's uh, it was just I don't know, there's something about that whole battle I thought was just super neat. Like it was really cool the way the the creature was designed and, and the way you had to end up beating it. And like that game has insane moments. Like, I don't know. Like if it was just best story beats of the year village is like all of them, like, holy crap, that game does things. But, uh, including basically why Ethan stays alive, which is kind of a crazy story <laughs> in itself. Um, but uh yeah I, I would pick that dude. He was he was awesome. I, that was probably my favorite moment of the game.
1: No, Village had a lot of great uh like memorable characters and like a lot of the bosses and even seen like it's like they took the greatest hits of 1 through 4 and redid them and made them work in Village. Mhm. Like you get the 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 swamp like swamp battle thing from like 4, you get the yeah. creepy mansion from 1. <laughs> You get the Nemesis from, like, 3. You get, like, a lot of those enemy types and environments that, like, made the Resident Evil franchise what it is in that game. Yeah, it's really good.
0: It's really good. Um, uh-huh. Shannon, you should play it sometime.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's not even that scary. But uh, one, one of my other favorite moments of all playing together was I did enjoy when we all and Robbie played Mario golf together. I had fun with that. We were shitting on Robbie for being Luigi, who was an asshole freezing our balls and blowing yep.
0: them all away. No pun intended, but yes, <laughs> or pun intended. Yes. Now, Yeah. That, that's it. That, that was the night. All of us learned to hate Luigi yet again. Yep. <laughs> it was a new love. Um, then, uh, that, was that also, one, that might have been the last time I played Mario Golf, to be honest.
2: It wasn't my last time, but um, yeah, it definitely took a lot of fun out of that game when I saw how OP <laughs> fucking Luigi Move was.
1: Um, I, mean, I mean, it's not like, it's I should, not, you know what, I
0: should, I should go back and try some of the update stuff. I never did.
1: Like, the new level, like, yeah, I will say a lot of the new courses they added are really fun. And, like, a lot of the new characters I like, I tried them all out. Some, I think, are better than others, but it's also mm-hmm. just my play style, too, with how they fit. Like, I really liked Toadette. Like, Toadette was a lot of fun to play with. Yeah.
2: I just hate the filler that they put into that game where they made you just, like, walk around everywhere or walk to pass golf courses to do certain things. Like, I get that there are some missions and things like that that you wanted to do to unlock certain skills, um, and they wanted you to kind of do them on an easier level so you could kind of master them before going back to the more difficult stages. But it just felt like some of it was
0: just unnecessary padding. Well, uh, And cross-country golf can fucking... Fire. Like yeah, that was the worst thing. That was like the single worst thing I played this year. Second extinction was better than cross country golf. Like. Cause you Never know what? Like and here, it. and here's why second extinction is in beta. Like it's not done. I can give it some leeway being like, this is an early access game. They have, this is Nintendo dude. Like they don't release it until it's like polished like grandma's silver and they released that. Like none of their QA department was like, Hey, yo boss, this sucks ass. This shouldn't be in the game. Like, can you fix this somehow before you release it to the general public? Who's going to play it, be frustrated horribly and give up on the entire game. (laughs) Like, cause let me tell you, I did. And I know I'm not the only one. I've talked to many people that hit the cross country golf thing, which by the way is second in what you do in that game, and just went nope, I guess that's enough Mario Golf for me, moving on, and that's where it stopped, you know, like it's, it's, ah, so frustrating I think it
2: it would have been a lot better if it wasn't that level, I mean, that level is a shitty level to begin with, to to do cross country Mm -hmm. on, um, especially when it's the second stage, right, I mean there's multiple elevations there's multiple traps and hazards, it's just uh it's not friendly to a newcomer to that franchise
1: and out of all the courses it literally is the worst course out of all yeah. of them
0: i I'll, i believe you cuz i've never seen the others cuz because... <laughs> fuck cross country golf um anyway <sighs> thank you for letting me get that right well, out justin that, feel better i was you're gonna
2: welcome. say now that we've raged pretty hard let's go to something that's been calming but was also a sleeper hit for me for this year which was mm-hmm. power wash simulator which hell yeah dude, like that game it, you could didn't i don't care what mood you're in you power wash a house or you power wash a motorcycle or a bike or a car or a skate park dude you're you're feeling so much better like you just see, mm-hmm. you just use that gun and just like take off like a whole layer of dirt and you automatically you just Your all your all your days like negative energy just gets washed away with it
0: oh when you do that cabin in the woods where like moss is growing uh no no the the bigfoot house Uh. (laughs) where where moss is growing like three inches thick on every surface and you just hit it and see it just come off in a clean layer oh it's so it's so pleasing it's so good (laughs)
2: It is. It's good. It's like it was it was one of my Zen moments of this year. It definitely would not have played it if you did not let me play it at your house. Never would have mm-hmm. touched it. But um, yeah,
0: it was one of those things I do as as soon as it hit Shannon's hands. I'm like, oh, yeah, there it is. That's <laughs> that's the stuff. Uh, but yeah, the, the power off simulator is fantastic. Shannon, play the Ferris wheel. It's glorious. Um, we still got to do the multiplayer. Mm hmm.
2: We do, but I, I definitely there. I'm, I'm trying to get through games before next week. Um, so I'm still trying Fair. to finish out. Um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's the, that's
0: the next one. That's, that's. Oh, big, yeah, that's a big. In. I beat, I beat that one this last week. That, that's ending is fantastic. I'm on chapter really nine. Good. So oh, you're making good headway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but just be. <laughs> I, I can't wait for you to hit chapter 12 because it really feels like the game's going to wrap up in chapter 12 and then they just gotta <laughs> juke you hard and they're like, nope, chapter 13, let's keep going. I was going to say, uh, I don't um, even
2: have like uh, most of the skills unlocked for everybody and I'm just like, whoa, like, okay. Like coming up pretty fast on, you know, what you thought was the end of the game.
0: Yeah, it's, ah, that's a great game. I can't wait to talk about it more next week. Mm-hmm. Just Justin, you, sh- you should play it because we're going to spoil the shit out of that game next week and <laughs> I'm going to be bummed for you if you haven't played it.
1: <laughs> I know. I, I, you guys can spoil it. I will still play it. It is on my list of stuff to play. So much stuff came out in December. Way more stuff came out in December than I thought was actually going to come out that was going to interest me. And Did,
0: did either one of you try the gunk? Mm-mm.
1: I have it downloaded on Game Pass, but I have not tried it yet. And that got me—the fact that it's made by the Steam World people—is what got me to just install it. Uh oh, that that might
2: be that that right? I didn't know that. Um, but yes, yes I will it
1: definitely. is. It is made by the same. It's not a SteamWorld game, but mm-hmm. it is made by the Steam World people. Mm-hmm. And it's like a th- 3D third-person. I I honestly don't really know much about it um but i just saw like on there because i follow them on twitter of course and they were like oh this just came out and i was like this is them and i was like Pfft. i was like all right and it's on game pass i'm like that's an automatic flyer for me
0: yeah i've heard it's a pretty simple game uh all in all and like to be fair it's like a 20 game it's not yeah. it's not a full budget title but so yeah I'm, I'm i'm interested to try that out uh why don't you give me why don't you give me one more justin give me one more good one
1: yeah, my uh, last one has to be uh, what everyone's been talking about, which is a lekhead. And... <laughs> That's what
0: everyone's been talking about. Everyone on
1: yeah. the streets. Yeah, everyone. You know, you can't walk two steps to Circle K without someone bringing up a lekhead on the street.
0: Man, but... I'm just trying to pump my gas, and people are like, yo, yo, you played a lekhead? Like. Uh, but it it's. You, the... you power up those generators, son? Like, what are we doing? Yeah.
1: Yeah, not to. It's not, I guess, really a spoil, but at the end of the game, basically, it does like a very Metroid-ish kind of thing where you kind of have to wor- escape your way out, like work your way backwards through certain levels and stuff. And it's a really nice feeling when there's certain parts in the game, like as you're going through it, where you're in certain rooms and it's like, what, what do I even do in here? Like, I can't do anything in this room. So you just kind of skip it and you're like, oh, maybe later I'll be able to do something and you never figure out what you're able to do. And, t- and there's multiple rooms that do that until the very end of the game when all of a sudden you're like running backwards through stuff and it's like, oh, and then it all everything just nicely clicks together. And mm. it's like and it's playing like the badass like fast Mega Man music and you're going through and you're like, oh, and it's like the culmination of all the mechanics you've done so far. And they're like, here you go. And you're like, OK, now it all makes sense why this was set up this way. And that's because it was amazing level design and i appreciate it
0: very cool yeah uh, how much oh shit it's like it's like it's like yeah it's seven dollars yeah
1: it's literally right. like a dollar an hour basically to play this game all right all right it's a dollar so more I than should... i'm willing
2: to pay
0: well (laughs) it's one of those i feel like i should play it before next week
1: yeah also shannon um i'll tell you right now too there is if you we brought up itch.io before uh, i'm assuming it's still on there but there is a demo for it on itch.io so you can get your inscription feeling play the demo for free and just try it out like you will get a good feeling of the mechanics from the demo i think you basically play like the entire first chapter world or whatever in the demo
0: Hmm. The hmm. last, the last one, last one I got uh, for me personally was just that the uh, that first feeling of true next genness from when I got because I, I got my PS5 back in February, hooked it up, and then one of the first games I tried on it was Ratchet and Clank, uh, Rift Apart, and that opening with the parade that was one of the first moments of like, okay, this is what that next generation is, is all about. Like there's just the graphics of that moment, the physics of it, things moving around, you know, the world kind of responding to the blasters that you're using and everything. And just, just the whole vibe of it. It was something, it was like something you dreamed of. Like when you, when you remember the PS2 ratchet and clank games, that's kind of like what you remember, but then you play them and you're like, Oh no, these were bullshit. When you look at them, you know, like, but it's like, it's like one of those game moments where like the generations caught up to your memory of it. Yeah. And it was, it was like a total glass shattering moment for me watching it. I'm like, I am so ready for the next genness of all this. Like, yes, like let's do this. This parade is amazing. The game ended up being fantastic and I really liked it, but that opening parade level was magic as far as I'm concerned. Like that was fantastic. So that would be my last one. And then uh, the, there's one more that I think was on all of our lists. I saw Shannon had it on his and it was very well noted, but uh, it's when our boy, Justin drove out to California, spend a weekend with us playing some games, teaching, (laughs) teaching the girls magic. Like, uh, well, not Megan, because Megan was a, a wily vet that kicked the shit out of me. <laughs> but um, it was a, a fun few days of eating some great Mexican food and pizzas and steaks and a shitload of games. And it was good. It was fun. Yeah, I
1: was like, they knew us by a first name basis at Gator Games. <laughs> Megan felt yep. so comfortable at Gator Games. Even she's like, you know, what, my phone. Just take it. I'll be yeah. back later to get it.
0: Oh, that's right. A hundred
1: dollars more worth of shit while we're here.
0: Uh, it's like, yeah, I know the credit cards attached to it. Just ring it up. It's fine. Yeah. It, like,
1: just, just tap it against the uh, debit card machine and it'll just go on yeah. there. It's fine.
0: But no, that was, that was a, probably the highlight of my summer as far as gaming went. That was a lot of fun. Got a, You came and put needles back in me and Shannon's arms. We were reformed addicts, and here we are, addictions, fully inflamed. Learning
2: about exiles and scrying and all Mm. all, all these new (laughs) rules that weren't around
1: when we were rolling deep. Well yeah, that's true, because when I came is when the Dungeons and Dragons set was brand new. So we had all the roll of D twenty this yeah. and enter the dungeon
0: that and We're all trying to figure out how the hell the dungeon system even works. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was good. It yeah. was fun. Yeah, now with the Jonathan's- world War, I gotta
2: figure out like um, you know, how to make it night and how to make it day and what happens when it's neither, how do I make it neither? I don't know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, day and night. Uh, it's always neither until day or night happens, and then from once a card triggers day and night, it is forever switching between day and night constantly.
0: Hmm. And see, Shannon's just used to knowing how to make it rain. Instead, <laughs> so just usually my
2: tears are when my deck gets crushed. But
0: <laughs> uh, you want, quick quick story. You want to know the the hardwired difference between boys and girls? So. Uh, my kids watch this Netflix show called Storybots, mm-hmm. and they have a song. Well, they have a lot of songs, and uh, they have figured out how to have Alexa just play the Storybots songs. So that, that gets played a lot in this house. And um, they have a song about money. And it starts, and my son starts going like this because <laughs> he's seen like YouTube videos where guys make it rain. So he's doing their make it rain hand motions. And meanwhile, my daughter is right next to him, like pretending to pick up the money going like, thank you. I will take all this money. Thank you. Thank you. Give me the money. I want the money. Thank you. And I'm like, "That there's the difference. Hardwired between men and women right there. My son just burning through cash as fast as he can. And my daughter's like, oh, you're an idiot and I'll take all your cash. Thank you. Like, yeah. And yeah, I, I thought that was hilarious. I was like, like stacks oh. on racks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh, my daughter's sitting there going rack city, bitch. Um, <laughs> but yeah, good times. Um, so yeah, I, I just thought it was a, a fun little exercise to kind of wander back through the year and some good, good moments that jumped out. Like, you know, second extinction isn't going to make the game of the year talk, but I thought we should still talk about it. Cause it was Awesome. I mean, um, it was I don't just ne-
2: great to like meet like the other portion of the podcast contingent. You know, usually when you yeah. come out, you're just like, "Oh man, am I going to like this guy? Is he going to be as cool as he is on the podcast? Does he yeah, really yeah. like me? I don't know." It was like it was chemistry, man. It was like kismet. Like the minute he showed up, I was like, "This dude, he's awesome."
0: <laughs> it, it, well, you know, the thing is, is it you're not wrong. It it was weird to have like Justin and Megan walk in and instantly feel like we've known them for like 20 years it was just like oh what's up dude yeah come on in have a seat blah blah it was just like you know there like, wasn't any of that like awkward like oh so you actually did come here <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know right, all right yeah. yeah, all right mm, yeah They're like sitting there in what? silence
1: staring at each other yeah yeah, yeah totally. to go in the other room and call you on skype so i feel, <laughs> yeah. <free to> <laughs> so, so
0: I feel all right yeah yeah totally no, it was, it was fantastic to have all of us in one room at the same time. Mm-hmm. I hope we can repeat it again soon. The children ask about Justin often. Justin and Megan, when are they coming back? Are they bringing their dogs next time? There's a lot of questions. <laughs>
1: For your sake, I hope we don't bring yeah. our dogs. <laughs> and
0: I've always said, that, no, they are not bringing their dogs. Their dogs are as big as Murphy, but a lot fluffier, and there's four of them. So, no, they are not bringing them. Um, but yes, they you you've made lifelong fans out of out of my kids. So
1: Well I did enjoy meeting them and that was what I was gonna say, as much as we played Magic, I also played Gang Beasts with the kids. Oh yes. And, <laughs> A lot of gang yeah. beasts. And Evelyn was like the hype man, like, oh shit, like you know, get him, get brother, get brother. And he's like brother's cheating and then Jonathan jumped like kicking his feet against the yep, wall. <laughs> like, get him and I'm just like sitting there trying to get him like I'm gonna push you off he's like don't you push me off I'm gonna push you off oh uh,
0: yes you got to see how my son won't stand still when he's talking <laughs> yeah. first hand. that's always fun when he's just like pacing in a circle around you telling <laughs> you a story you know it's like dude, stop stop feet planted talk like you know. <laughs> uh, good times um, but yeah man like kind of a an amazingly shitty year in a ton of ways, but in, in gaming sense, I thought it was a a fantastic year. Played a lot of cool stuff came out. A lot of things I never would have normally played. I got to put a lot of time into, um, got to play some magic, which is always good. Uh, yeah, good, good stuff. Good stuff all the way around. Um, I guess we could do a little quick. Weekly consultation. Uh, like I said earlier, I beat guardians of the galaxy which is fun um, trying to put some more time into death's door uh, so I can feel better talking about that next week and oh cruising blast the the arcade racer that I've heard from a lot of other shows and people they're like man if you like the old arcade like cruising USAs and stuff you should you should download it it's rad so I looked it up on the switch it was half price I think it's like 18 bucks or 19 bucks or something like that right now. Uh, went ahead and pulled the trigger on it. And yeah, it's fantastic, man. It's a freaking rad uh, arcade racer. And it was the perfect companion for me today with NFL red zone on. And it was just like, I had football on TV red zone and just cruising blast in my hands. And by the time I looked up, it was late afternoon and I had unlocked every track and it was good. Like It was hella hell of fun. Um, I don't know if it makes a game of the year list, but it's, goddamn entertaining like it's that perfect balance of mindless racer with a lot of unlockables, so you're still looking for stuff while you're racing even though it's kind of a mindless racer you won't win every race which i which i appreciate it isn't just like you get enough upgrades and you're just first every time now like the the game is still challenging to a point but it's not like it's not Forza level where all of a sudden you're just last place and you're like, well, (laughs) I suck. Okay. Moving on. Um, no, it's, it's super fun. If you enjoy arcade racers, I highly recommend it, especially at half price. It's fantastic. I will say it doesn't look the best. Like that is some PS three ass looking graphics (laughs) on some of those levels. I mean, it runs at a good frame rate, but that shit looks chunky sometimes. And it was one of those like, whoa, this game came out in twenty twenty one, huh? <laughs> hmm. All right. Like is this a port from twenty fifteen or something? Or no, no, it's not? Oh, oh, okay. Um, but uh no, it's it's still for the for twenty bucks especially, it's it's absolutely worth it. It's hella fun.
1: I will say there was a point in time for I where I would rent Cruisin' World USA for the N sixty four all the time from Hollywood Video, and it's like you get to the moon level at the end. And mm-hmm. It's like the best feeling in the world.
0: Yeah, it, it and it has kind of the similar thing with like the boost pads, and uh, you know you can if you hit your nitrous on the boost pad, you do like this crazy flip in the air and it has the drifting where if you do the drift, you can get an extra boost and stuff like that. And and you actually do need all of those tricks to come in first after a while. Like the, after the second circuit, the game's basically like, hope you got it all down. Cause this game's going to get hard now, you know? And it's, it yeah. But once you kind of master that stuff, it, it, it's still a challenge, but it's not hard at that point, you know? Mm. But yeah, I, I recommend it. It's fun. Good. Shannon. Um,
2: I'm not playing anything new that we haven't talked about over the past month. Um, just making my way through Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, mm-hmm. Really enjoying that. And um, playing Inscription um, when I have time um, because I'm also trying to finish out Halo. So, yeah, that's basically what I got on my plate right
0: now. Yeah, Halo's is a thing I need to finish too. Mm-hmm. Like, But I played Cruising all day instead. I don't know. It's just, these things happen.
2: Yeah. I, like That's the problem is like, you know, I have maybe three to four hours to play now that I'm on vacation, like a night and it's going to be, you know, how can I finish guardians and finish halo and finish what other games I want to put on my game of the year list?
0: Well, I'll tell you out of all of us on the show, I'm easily the biggest halo guy on this show. And I, Halo sat unplayed for a week straight while I just burned through Guardians because yeah. I just had to see what was happening in that game. And that that told me a lot when I started to look back on my game of the year list type stuff mm-hmm. where I'm like, I love Halo and I stopped giving a shit as soon as I got into Guardians. Like, so, yeah. Hmm. I mean, <laughs> it, is, it is
2: prettier, uh, but there just, so there just is so much graphical jank like in the cut. Scenes. Oh,
0: for sure. Yeah.
2: It's really kind of jarring. Like other than rocket and Groot and Drax, I think actually, you know what? I take that back. Everybody on the guardians of the galaxy with the exception of Peter looks awesome. Peter yeah. looks janky as hell. And I don't know why.
0: I don't know if they just went so anti Chris Pratt with his look that it's like a little throwing me off or something, but uh, yeah, no, you're not wrong. And also uh have you have you encountered Mantis yet?
2: I have encountered have encountered Mantis and um Cosmo?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Man- Mantis is fantastic. I love Mantis. She's probably my favorite character. Yeah, she in the was whole
2: game. she was a she was a far cry from what you see in the movies um mm-hmm. to her comic book persona. Uh, and I much rather prefer the comic book persona. Yeah. And I uh
0: this this one this version of mantis is probably my favorite version like she I want to, I want just a mantis game like it's fantastic <laughs> uh, but Justin what about you
1: uh so this week I I played more of inscription with the the mod and uh, oh yeah,
0: the, the Casey's mod
1: yes with the Casey's mod uh I've got I got pretty far I've gotten I think up through like three three bosses like in a row Mm because you just do the first part over and over again uh but i was so sad too because one run i had two two mantis gods in my deck and i was like oh dude i'm set for fucking victory and then i got to one of the fireplaces or whatever and i'm like all right and i made him like stronger and i was like we're gonna roll the dice baby and i risked it and i lost one of them and i was like well everyone boys and girls i got greedy i was like but it was, worth, it was worth the risk, but it did not pay off. Uh, but, so I've just been playing more of that because I do love Inscription and love the first part, and it's a lot of fun. I also got Megan to play Loop Hero, which she bought on the Switch, which was also interesting playing it on the Switch versus PC. I wasn't sure how... I will say it is a little janky. playing. Mm-hmm. I imagine playing it in handheld mode using the touch screen it's probably way less janky but playing it like in docked mode on the tv uh like in order to like access stuff like quickly and stuff like oh you have to hold down like zr to then like be over in this section to select stuff and do whatever Mm -hmm. where it's like which you know i I guess it just kind of comes with the territory it was definitely you can tell it was definitely a game meant for PC that got ported to consoles versus being a game that was made specifically for a console. Sure. But you know, it was really fun getting to see her experience it for the first time and f- kind of start to figure stuff out, like where stuff needs to go. And I was there and she was like asking me questions and stuff. And then like she would get up to or die or something. And she's like, you want to play around? So I was like, sure. So we were going, but she actually beat the first boss. She beat the Lich King, which all by herself, which was pretty great. And I told her, I stripped off, I was like, dude, you, there was so many runs where it's like, she's like, oh, should I go for the boss? And I'm like, what's your evasiveness at? And yeah. she's like, oh, like 25%. And I was like, dude, unless it's 40, I wouldn't even risk it. Like, you're just going to die. Like, that thing hits you for like 200 like yeah. each time. Like, you need, like, I would suggest even, even 40%. I'm like, that's risky. I was like, I, unless like me when she beat him he she had like 53 percent evasiveness and i'm like yes that is what you need you Mm -hmm. need more than 50 percent, and you should probably be fine yeah like
0: you need to not get hit a lot yeah
1: yeah so that was good and then it's funny it was watching her play the she played the rogue because we unlocked the rogue and i'm like i'm like this close to unlocking the necromancer on her game for but she was doing the rogue she played a couple games with the rogue and she's like Yeah, I just kind of want to play with the Warrior for right now. She's like, I don't like the Rogue. And I was like, well, you're going to need the Rogue at some point. And I was like, but yes, in order to build out your base, I was like, we'll just do some waves or whatever with the Warrior and just do like where we're just gathering materials and then bailing out when we can just to try and build Mm -hmm. out our stuff. Cool. but. But yeah, that, that was it for me. But it made me, re, replaying Loop Hero again since it's been a minute since I've been so obsessed with Inscription made me remember why it's on my Game of the Year list.
0: Wait, uh, Shannon, I'm, I just got reminded. Uh, did you, were you the one that bought Ruined King? Yes. Is that, did you, have you played that anymore? Because like, I remember being super intrigued by that and it's yeah. come up on a couple of holiday sales and I've been I would looking it. at it.
2: I would buy it. Yeah. Um, it's I, like I said, because of the three other games that I'm trying to finish out, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's been sitting on the back burner, but it's there and I do want to play it. Um, there are strings that are pulling me to that game. It's just, I got to finish everything else for the game of the year. Were
0: you, were you playing it on switch Yes. or was, did it run good? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I was, I was looking at that one and it's like 30 bucks on switch. It's like the one platform that doesn't have it on sale right now, but it's like also the place where I think I'd actually play it.
2: Yeah. You know? I mean, it's $30 if you want to, if you want to get the base version and it's 40, if you want the, uh, like the elite version, which gives you, I think like some extra skins and a couple extra weapons. Um, mm-hmm I don't know if those are beneficial at this point because I haven't played enough of it to really (laughs) dive in. But I did buy the for the extra nine bucks. Like I did buy the elite package because it's still cheaper than you know most of the other games that are out there. So sure, you know, and I do like I said, I do like the quality, the art style, and the play uh, the playability of it. So I think it's going to be a fun one.
0: Interesting. Mm -hmm. And you don't think I need to know any of the lore shit to like like it? I don't. And I'm okay. enjoying it. Uh, it. Whatever, dude. You like every, anything League puts out? You eat up right now, like it's just the
2: just the flavor of the month. And you know, I'm here for it. Like, I didn't know anything about Arcane, but like that was a great series on Netflix.
0: I still need to watch that too.
2: Damn it's good. It's just, really good,
0: guys. There's just so much. There's just so much. I know.
2: I know. It's it's it, is, like I said. I mean, like, it, for it's weird. Like when you think of this past year. There's a lot, but at the same time, you feel like there wasn't a lot, <laughs> right? You know, I mean, there's just a lot of on every platform. I mean, like a lot of TV shows, a lot of movies, a lot of, a lot of games. It was a good year,
0: but then also when you think like how weird this year, like, hey guys, WandaVision came out this year. Yep. Like, doesn't that seem like? something we watched together like five years ago, ago at this point yeah like <laughs> that shit was this year dude like ugh, i mean
2: man. in all in all defense i think anything pandemic related should just be the same year regardless of yeah, <laughs> when it we're came still
0: we're, we're still in 2020 <laughs> yeah uh, um well i think i think i hear the sirens yeah bring it on I think we got some sirens and i think it is hawkeye season finale spoiler time yeah it um, is yeah it is and so gentlemen we got way more kingpin than i thought we would mm-hmm. holy shit
1: yeah dude i was surprised with how much i even saw that he confirmed that he is rep- like it's not some like new Kingpin. it is the daredevil kingpin that is yeah. who it is it's not some like new version that he just happens to be playing it is that exact same now, version
2: hold up one minute kingpin superpowers yes. what superpowers none. does he have
1: none he's just really str- i mean he's strong but it's not really a superpower he's was just hit by big a car
2: and- he got up walked away from that like i mean got blown up I, Walked away from so that. king
0: kingpin is essentially like a human hippopotamus In a lot of ways (laughs) where like, they look like this big fat lumbering creature, Mm -hmm. but the reality is a hippo has like 9% body fat. Like they're just literally all muscle. And that's essentially what the Kingpin is as well. Like he's this massive mountain of a dude that is essentially just a tank, you know? Um, That being said, they pushed it. In this episode, like to the point where I was questioning it as well. I was like, cause it, the other thing with him is he wears like a whole Kevlar suit underneath his clothes, like at all time. And which is why she shoots him with an arrow and it just like bounces off him. And he's like, what the hell, you know, like, what were you even doing? Um, cause like my wife's watching that next to me. and she's like, Oh, is he bulletproof? And I'm like, well, not him, but his clothes are like, you know, it's one of those type of things uh so maybe that helps him walk away from like a bomb blowing up underneath him <laughs> possibly dude but he uh,
1: ripped that car door off though I yeah. was like, yes <laughs> I was like, so excited and,
0: and i mean that's in the comics where like he does like insane feats of strength because he actually is just that strong but he's not like He's not like the Hulk or anything. He's just an insanely top of physical, like Olympic weightlifter level strength, you know, dude. Um, But yeah, they, I agree with you. They pushed it. They pushed it a little bit. Um, But that being said, I loved having him back. Mm -hmm. I love the Kingpin. He's He's terrifying. Like,
2: Like, oh yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio does a great job at being Kingpin. Yeah, I did think it was really funny that they put the kingpin in like Hawaiian shirt. Like, yeah, like a I, I shirt. love
0: the, <laughs> I love the fits. I love the Hawaiian gear. I was like, hell yes, especially because it's like fucking like Christmas in New York yeah. and homeboys wearing like bright red Hawaiian shirts. Like, yes, <laughs> yes. But, uh,
2: but yeah, I mean, it, I, I think it was a great end to the series. Um, I wanted, I definitely wished it was longer, but I can see that they. This was a perfect balance. They didn't, it didn't mm. overstay its welcome it kept it fresh it kept it fun it kept it um, entertaining and um, yeah I I'm here this is my number one Marvel show now like this beats out WandaVision.
0: this beats out Loki all of it um, now now was that just more of like because of the vibe you know what I mean like it it was way because I think Loki was a better show but I I would agree with you that this show is more enjoyable, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, and I, I I just keep going back to what I said last week. It's just a lot more lighthearted. It's not heavy. I mean, Loki is great, but it's kind of like in that same wheelhouse as like American History X. Like you've seen it once, but like you don't need to see it. Like you
0: don't need to watch it multiple (laughs) times, right? I mean, like you get the
2: gist of what's going on there. Uh um, yes, and
0: they're like, "Ah, oh, i have read. I need to watch something." Now, oh, let's pop in Schindler's List, you know, <laughs> yeah.
2: Like yeah, no, it's it's nothing like that, right? I mean, like you I've seen it. I'm thankful for it, but am I if am I going to sit down and watch it again if I have the choice? Probably not. Um this Hawkeye series is like one of those shows that I would just sit down and just watch again just because it was the banter was good. The action was great, like the balance between setting up the plot and, um, you know, the, the the key points of each show were pretty well balanced and thought out. So, mm-hmm. you know, overall, I think it, it's a stronger show, you know, just just on those principles alone.
1: I will agree with that out of all the Marvel TV shows on Disney Plus that we've gotten so far. I think Hawkeye is the only one that I would legit go back and rewatch again. Like yeah. for fun. Like, like, like I'm Loki and stuff. I might like rewatch again before season two just to kind of remember everything. But for just like fun, like something to put on, I would definitely put Hawkeye on again.
0: And look, Loki had like fun moments you know like the yeah. whole the whole gator loki or the battle of all the loki's like that part was all super fun but yeah. shannon's not wrong like that last episode which essentially was just a very very well acted info dump was heavy as hell and didn't end on a like well wow, that was a fun adventure note it was like, <laughs> it's like that, that the credits are rolling and you're like wow we're all fucked okay <laughs> um so yeah, I, I I agree with you there. The uh, whereas you know we had a nice callback to the Elena Kate dinner table scene in the elevator this time, mm-hmm. which was fantastic. Where she kept trying to push all the buttons, and Elena kept smacking her, and, and then finally Kate smacks her across the face. And she just looks at her like, "Why did you do that?" And Kate's like terrified. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that whole like
2: exacerbation of just let me do my job and like her stopping like her throwing herself in every possible doorway that she could to stop her Mm -hmm. was good i like that whole sequence um i forget there was the um like the sequence where they shoot down rocket the rockefeller tree and like they're in the skating ring and they're using all the trick arrows that that she helped make um in that whole like you know montage where they were prepping for the big battle
1: where they're drinking like sex on the beaches and like my ties and shit yeah, and fucking yeah. just making all the dude that was one of my favorite scenes was also when they were uh he used the Pim arrow but instead of making it big they shrunk the van and mm-hmm. then the owl came and swooped it up I was, dying. <laughs> I was like yes i was like we got to see both ends of the arrow <laughs> it's like
0: the owl just Murks those two dudes. Yeah. Yeah, so, you just hear the little dude like,
1: "For me bro, you bro, you bro." And then the little owl comes and just takes it away. And I, like, well, what happens now? And he's like, "Dude, I have no idea. Yeah, shit's gonna do yeah. dark for those yeah. two. Like, <laughs> How long is he small for? He's like,
0: "I, I never asked." He's like, "I've never done this before." So. And I love. He's like, "I gotta call Scott. I, I don't know." Like, <laughs> he's yeah. like, it's news to me. Yeah, it was hilarious, but. uh I I did I did like the fight between Elena and Kate where it totally had like big sister little sister energy to it where yeah, Kate's trying her hardest and Yelena's just like yeah just just don't hurt me just try not to get hurt yourself it's fine yeah. like you know like she's just like just calm down just calm down
1: and then when she grabs her sleeve and like pulls it and then like she spins and is wearing the outfit she's like did you plan for that and she's like yeah <laughs> and she's like that's pretty cool <laughs> like, <"Thanks."> yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, that's the show I want next is the yep. Yelena and Kate show 100%, 100%.
1: Like that's season two to me right there is them having to team up and do
0: something. And then uh, we were correct in uh, Clint's wife being mockingbird, the watch being hers. Uh, again, I thought it was weird that the watch was such like a huge point in three and four and then basically forgotten until the end of episode six. <laughs> but but yeah, I, I mean, to your, to your guys point, I think they wrapped up this show very nicely. I think it was a good good ending wrapped up with a bow being a christmas episode and whatnot but um i'm I'm ready for more Yelena I want more kate i'm I'm okay if they want to kind of retire Clint at this point I'm good with it I feel like this was a fun last ride um I want more larpers-hmm I, I like the yeah.
1: larpers a lot uh did you guys watch the mid-credit scene? Yes. Oh,
0: yeah. That we need to talk about that. Uh, I could do this all day. Long music video. Of yeah. It.
2: When I, I I fast forwarded when I when the credits started, and I saw that there was like roughly ten minutes left, and I was like, okay, there's something in here. So Then I went scroll through and I started to see that musical production started. And I was like, okay, well, this is going to be something's going to happen here, right? They're going to, there's going mm. to be a whole bunch of outtakes of like Clint just bagging on this show, right? Or like it's going to be Clint and um, what's her name? Uh, Kate, yeah, Kate, like bagging on it together. And it's going to be like a Mystery Science Theater 3000 kind of thing, yeah, yeah. And it never came
0: well. My so, my my wife's thing was it all that whole thing could have been saved is if at the very end it cuts to the audience and Scott's in the audience and just looks over and it's like I wasn't even there or, <laughs> or something see, and it would have been like it, like the ex- whole moment could have been saved.
1: That's exactly what I said because uh, Megan's brother asked me about it because I told him about the mid credit scene and stuff yeah. and he's like yeah he's like I don't know why I was like I was a hundred percent expecting them to cut to Clint and Kate in the audience. And Kate being like, Ant-Man wasn't even there. And Clint's like, I've been saying that.
0: I've been <laughs> yeah, saying that yeah. since <laughs> the beginning, that he wasn't there. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but yeah, I, I. it was funny. Did I need the full song of I Could Do This All Day? No, no. Especially when I feel like they primed it for a stinger to set up the next thing. Instead, we got nothing. We got a yeah. music video for I could do this. All," <laughs> And as funny as it is to see the Hulk be basically a dude in a green hoodie, like, you know, that was lame. That
2: well, was lame. you paid all that money to have like one of the original singers from Rent do your Broadway yeah. show. So like you got to find a way to <laughs> utilize them, right? You paid all that money. Might as well get him as five minutes
1: of fame. Well, and we're supposed to be getting a a echo show now Mm -hmm. at some point. So it'd be cool if, you know, we get more Kingpin and, you know, that'd be perfect to also, you know, bring back Daredevil and put him in the echo show as well. Here's
2: the question, though. Do you think Kingpin is dead? Because all you all you see is her pointing the gun at him. You hear the gunshot don't see anything else
1: it's it's the typical marvel thing unless you see it happen it didn't happen yeah, but like you, think- you saw scarlett johansson's body hit the ground she's dead <laughs> so she do- ain't coming yeah. back so do
2: you think then that that's where uh, elena show start- starts off or echo show starts off do you think that's you know that's the starting point is she's got the gun trained on him and then you see what happens
1: i could see them kind of replaying that like last scene and then like you know her shoot and then it's like oh echo and then it fast forward like so many months later, like yeah, and then he's kind of like, like coming back for her. Like she thought she killed him, and then he's coming back, and then like Daredevil gets involved because Daredevil's also going after him. So then the two of them can like team up to like try and take him down.
0: Hmm. Well, I other th- I also think they needed one more episode. They needed an episode that really kind of established the echo kingpin relationship and also the echo and, uh, I'm blanking on her guy's name, but, uh, Kazi, Kazi, yeah. echo, and, echo and Kazi's relationship because, you know, it's funny. We, m- me and my wife had two different reads on it where, you know, I basically assumed it was a romantic relationship and she's like, really? Cause they almost seem like a brother and sister type relationship. And it's funny, thinking back, it's like, oh, yeah, they never had like romantic moments ever in there. I just kind of like "Ah, two people around the same age, like, sure, that's what that's the setup here. But it's like going into it. It's like, well, he's dead. So I don't know. Like and and then like this moment of her pulling a gun on Kingpin, which should have been incredibly impactful and incredibly emotional. Was just kind of played as like a well, maybe she killed and maybe he didn't. I guess we'll find out in the Echo Show. And it's like you know, like there could have been just one more episode to round out those characters a little bit. Also, but, um, my my girlfriend
2: thought it was a really weird pull that like the whole ep- the whole series, she's got her hair up and she's kicking ass and taking names, and then yeah. the last episode her hair is down. She's like, "There's no way you would fight with your hair down. You can't see anything if you're doing all those flip kicks and like rolling around on the ground. Like your hair
0: is always going to be in your face." That's a valid point. It's a valid point though. I did like how they made her the biggest fish in that small pond. Mm -hmm. But as soon as she went up against like Clint and Yelena, they beat the shit out of her. And it was like, (laughs) yeah, you're good for this borough of New York. You're not out here with the big guys. You're just not like, I'm sorry, you know? And I, and I thought that was like a good way to do it without like expressly telling the audience it was just like, oh, you got the call up to the big leagues. Yeah, you're going back to the minors. Sit your ass on the bus. Like, it, it's over here. Like, you know, and it was just like, oh, okay. You know, like, you you, you tried it. They handed you your ass and now it's over. Um, so I thought, I thought it was interesting. And I'm curious to see if they address that at all in the Echo series. Because she... Prided herself on being like at the top of her game, and like trained her whole life for that moment, and got the shit kicked out of her in that moment. You know, and it was just like that's got to do some damage. That's got to that's got to hurt the pride a little. So I'm hoping that's something they address coming down the pipe. Yeah, like um, she'll get
2: full cybernetic like leg, yeah, and maybe some other enhancements like in her own series, just so she can be, compete with the big boys.
0: That'd be sweet. All of a sudden, she's got like a rocket leg. (laughs) Bucky 2.0 over here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: Like Marvel's version of DC Cyborg.
0: (laughs) She's got a vibranium foot to put up people's asses. Love it. Well, uh, so you guys saw Matrix. Why don't we shelve Matrix until after Game of the Year? Because that will give me some time to watch it. And then we can can have a Give you time to be
2: disappointed by it?
1: More like it'll give you time for Shannon to come around on it a little bit.
0: Yeah. And maybe, maybe we'll watch it next week, Shannon. Let's see. you can I'll, I'll make you sit through it and suffer with me.
2: we could do it. We could do it. I'm, I'm, I'm down. I'm I mean, you know, I'm masochistic I, in some ways.
0: I mean, we could at least probably
2: mystery
1: science theater it. Damn straight. Yeah. yeah. Shannon will just bring his Switch and he's just sitting there playing <laughs> Dust Door the entire time.
2: <laughs> or Loop Hero. Who knows? Ooh, there you go. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll double down and find two things that I can find redeeming qualities on. <gasps> <gasps>
1: Oof. <laughs> Oof.
0: <laughs> just taking kneecaps out here. Jesus. I guess. I'm do what I can. He you knows the end of the show. I mean... Sitting there flipping your lights on and off, just taking shots at Justin. Like, <laughs> sorry if we're boring you, Shannon. Jesus Christ. Like it's like, what if I just, you know, chose violence? <laughs> that, that would be that would be exciting. What
2: if I what if I want to end the year, you know, the opposite of how I brought it in? Right? Yeah. Right. In with a whimper, out with a roar.
0: <laughs> oh, let's be honest. You'll end both totally drunk. Anyway. Ooh. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, you don't have to oh, hit oh.
2: hurt my friend, Jesus.
0: Oh, you can, but I can't. Like, what are we doing here? Um, anyway, on that fun note, I think
2: we have Wait, a show, look. dude. Look, he's licking his lips. He's leaning in already. He's got. Yeah, up- I knew it was here. coming.
1: I'm trying to
0: save here come you. The here come the from yourself. Uh, we need to get a Justin alarm. <laughs> you, you know what, guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you guys for listening to another episode of the that Pix life podcast i hope you guys all had a great christmas you know why don't you post some pics in the discord show us uh what some of your favorite things you got whether you got them if your kids got them if your loved ones got them you know show us show us what you got and you know while you're at it you thought i was going to tell you to review us on itunes fuck that <laughs> review us on spotify that's where the new shit's at iTunes, that's old news. Spotify, you can review us now. If that's where you listen to us on, go on there and tell us, you know, you can't tell us shit, but give us five stars. (laughs) You know, we don't want to hear it. And uh, Zach, if Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say?
0: Robbie would
2: say. Oh, 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 holy crap. (laughs) He'd also say he's on his way to see Spider-Man No Way Home for the. Fourth, fourth time fourth time yes
0: uh when you when you leaned in there and it was the heavy breathing on <laughs> dude, it was dude, <laughs>
2: no it was the licking of the lips it was
0: it was just that whole like well, that, tongue that happens that happens every week i'm used to that but now we got the like <sighs> yeah on top of it
1: yeah you know while you guys are in the discord let's know which which do you prefer the licking of the lips or the heavy breathing <laughs>
0: <laughs> or both in a lovely menagerie yeah yeah